Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And good morning. It is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon. He's one of the employee owners at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. So feel free to get online. The number is 860-522-9842. It's the only number you can use to get online wherever you might be on the planet. And uh, or you're listening to our podcast, uh, feel free to, to get on. It's 9 o'clock in the morning in on the East Coast. Is where we are here. So if you happen to be listening on the podcast or wherever you are, that's when we that's when the show starts nine to eleven, and we'd love to have you from wherever you are uh, call in and talk about your technology issues, and we'll do our best to help you out. So eight six zero five two two nine eight four two, and of course we're broadcasting live over at WTIC's Facebook page. As long as Zuckerberg deems our broadcast worthy, it may get into your newsfeed. You may see us, you may not. You never know. Um, all depends on how Zuck feels that today. <laughs> and uh, so feel free to post questions there if you like, and we're happy to try to answer them as well. So as usual and customary, we have technology news for you guys. Uh, what do you got going on now, Dennis, as far as some of that news? We have a repeat of something that we've talked about before. Yes. Um, and it's something that companies apparently just keep doing. Of course. Because they don't know any better or right. something. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, this involves a hospital system in Wisconsin. Yes. That had something called a pixel on their website. Well, we all and, have pixels on our website, Dennis. <laughs> well, yes, we do. They're all made of pixels. They're right. They're made up of thousands of pixels. But yeah. but this is a special pixel, which is a bunch of computer code yeah. by Meta and I think Google. I mm-hmm. think they had two different ones. Yep. Um, they embedded this code into their web pages. Right. So that when you, as a person, went to their website and did something... Happened to be a patient there. Right. You, maybe you're a patient. You're booking an appointment right. or you're looking at a test result, whatever right. it is, okay? Right. Well, what happens is this code runs in the browser Yep. and it scrapes up data from the browser. Right, what you're doing. And it sends it back to Meta and Google or right. whoever is hosting the Pixel. Right. And... Because the uh, the hospital system placed it there, they then get the benefit of looking at the analytics data that comes back from that. Right. But the upshot of it is, if you, as a person, were maybe looking for a specialist for something, yeah, you're saying uh, orthopedists near me, and right. you look one up, and one of the search results may be a doctor at this hospital system, and mm. you click on his link, mm-hmm. bang. Not only does the hospital system know that you went to their site, obviously, but they also know that you were looking for orthopedists. Right. Because that is in your browser history that they are now privy to. Right. 
So people's people's data was leaked to them and not to Google and Meta or whoever is hosting the pixels on purpose. And these are are invisible pixels, by the way. You can't see them. Right. It's nothing that you would ever see on the site. You would have no way to know that it's there because there's no disclosure. Of course not. I mean, why would we want to tell people that we're doing this to them? Right. And they do it because they want the benefit of that analytics data. But they don't realize that that data is now being leaked to the universe because it goes to all these, you know, big tech companies. And some of that data, according to the article here from the register, um, you're looking at the facility itself, the provider information, digital messages, first and last name, insurance data, and my chart account information. So all that could have been exposed. Right. to, To Zuckerberg. And the Googleplex. Right. And then... On purpose. Right. <laughs> then, yep. and this is something that we happen to know because we know a little bit about tech. A little bit. Meta and Google and these other providers then turn around and sell that data aggregated to right. data aggregators who then resell it to other people. Right. And some ad on your phone pops up for an orthopedist. And you're like, how the heck did they know that? Well, it went through <laughs> that chain of custody. Right. And somebody figured out that you're interested in orthopedists near you, so you're going to get ads for them. Right. And you're going to get them for the next six months, even though you've just found one and you're fine. Or you're going to get ads for Blue Emu or something like that because oh, your knee that hurts. that too. That too. <laughs> All kinds of ads. So that's crazy. Well, they did it on purpose. This is patient information that they shouldn't be leaking like that. No. Speaking of doing it on purpose, there's a new one out there. Um, this one's by uh, Sock Radar. Blue Bleed, this is a, a register article as well. However, this article is all over the place. Uh, Microsoft is not happy about this. Uh, Microsoft customer data leak claimed to be one of the largest in years. Now, when we say Microsoft, this is Microsoft themselves misconfiguring one of their own cloud Azure servers. Wait. Microsoft? Microsoft themselves. Oh. Misconfiguring their own cloud. Oh, uh, they have really? confirmed one of its own misconfigured cloud systems led to the information being exposed on the Internet. Basically, it's 120, 150,000 different organizations' information was exposed on the Microsoft Cloud. I know. Isn't that crazy, Dennis? Really? That's not supposed to happen. No. Um, the, big, the thing here is, to be clear, Microsoft screwed up the configuration of a storage <laughs> system in its own cloud. This is the register making sure you understand what this article is about. Hmm. Now, of course, Microsoft says, oh, it's no big deal. This is nothing. You know, don't come on, not a big deal. Uh, basically, it has to do with p- proof of uh, proof of execution, statement of work documents, user information, product offers, uh, project details, personal personally identifiable information as well was all in this data, this blob called some blob that Microsoft configures on the Azure cloud. Mm-hmm. And uh, Blue Bleed is a tool if you want to find out if you were one of the 150,000 organizations whose data was leaked. Oh, so wow. So there's an actual software program out there. You can go ahead and do a search because, it, again, it impacts 150,000 uh, different organizations across 123 countries. And um, you're looking at about 2.4 terabytes of data uh, that was that was 2.4 uh, terabytes. Right. Wow, that's a lot. And, of course, the quote is, surely this is not the first time a misconfigured server has exposed sensitive information, and it will uh, not be the well, last. That was the thing that leapt to my mind. I mean, if this happens once, it must have happened a thousand times. Or, and it's going to keep happening. Right? right. So we'll put the link up here to the story. You can see what it's all about. Of course, you know Microsoft says, ah, it's no big deal, but that's Microsoft for you. 
Uh, feel free to get online, guys. We have three lines open, 860-522-9842. We'll be happy to take your calls, answer any computer comments, questions, and concerns. And, of course, we have to celebrate today. Why? It's Why? M- Music of the Night Day. Oh. Southington Blue Night Marching Band has got Music of the Night this evening. So if you want to check out and find a bunch of very amazing kids on a football field, they're not smashing their heads into one another. No, no, no. They're actually performing music and uh, doing some amazing things on that field, and nobody's getting hurt. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we are here till 11 o'clock. And don't get me wrong, I have no problem with people smashing their heads in together on a football field. All I'm saying is that the marching bands are not doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they choose life. <laughs> uh, but they're going to be doing some amazing things down there in Southern Center. And I would highly recommend you check it out if you want to see the, some of the future leaders uh, of uh, many corporations and organizations. Uh, doing some amazing things on that field. Uh, it's really worth checking out, especially in Southington. They do a tremendous job with Music of the Night. Um, so highly recommend it. Marching band, uh, competitive marching band is really, basically somebody somebody coined it, or my, my sister-in-law said, it's like it's like varsity sports meets uh, theater. And uh, it really is, it is that. So uh, musical theater, I should say. So it's the marching arts, as it were. But let's get to your calls and comments, questions, and concerns. We're going to go to Gary. In summers first. Hey Gary, you're on the infamous line one. Hope I can hope you can hear me and we can hear you. Can you hear me? Ah, good start, good start. So what can we do for you? Alright. I've been listening to you since day one. Good job. I enjoy you very much. Oh, very good. Now now Gary, are you on a speakerphone? Because we can we, it sounds like you're in a cave. I'm on my I'm in my car on my car phone. Okay, so yeah, you're, if you're driving, keep it your hands free, that's fine. My hands are free actually. I, I told my wife she has to drive today. So <laughs> okay, very good. Good question. Yeah. <clears throat> my my 12-year-old's laptop. Wow. <clears throat> needs to be replaced. Yes, sir. And I went to Best Buy, and I'm looking around. Of course, they closed the Best Buy in Enfield. Yep. Thank you, Amazon. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm talking, I want to ask you about the Intel Core 1i7. Yeah. Is that, what do you think? Now, let me tell you what I need. I don't need a game. I don't do any gaming. I do mostly real estate forms, documents, pictures, yep. that kind of stuff. I don't do gaming. I don't do nothing fun, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nothing fun on the computer. Okay. Now, what do you think about that i7? No, oh, well, so the i7, just saying the word i7 is not enough these days. Right. We do agree an i7 is a good processor, but what generation of i7 are you thinking of getting? And you'll find the older generations are going to be cheaper because they're trying to get rid of them. Um, and we would tell you to stay away from the even-numbered generations. They do tend to be more trouble than the odd ones. I don't know why, but it just tends to be that way. So when you're looking at a new laptop, make sure you check the generation level of that processor. Most likely it will be a Gen 11. But Gen 12s are coming out, um, and those are the ones that have been in the news of having issues. So, so look for a Gen 11 i7. Um, the gigahertz speed for what you're doing, nothing fun, uh, is you know doesn't really matter that much for you. Uh, and six. This one comes with, how much? Say that again. This one comes with 12 gigs. Okay. 512 SSD. Very nice. How much they want for it? $1,000. A grand? Okay. And $300 off the regular price, which leads me to think that something new is coming out real quick. Well, yeah. Check that generation of the processor. Do you see what gen it is? It's a 
definitely want Gen 11, right? Well, Gen 11 would be nice, but it, most likely it's an older Gen processor. I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, that would be the case, yeah. Maybe it's a Gen 9 or something like that. Okay. But that's not um, too, too bad for what you're doing. You're just doing... Let me ask you something. I had a 512 gig SSD installed on this. Can this be taken out and put into my new one, or do I have to buy a new hard to do SSD? Um, it, it, it could be, but I, we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't recommend I, it. We would, what we would recommend is that you either get a drive enclosure or an adapter and then plug the old drive into the new computer as a USB device. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't open up the cabinet on a brand new laptop and put a second drive in it. No, no, no. no. Okay. Okay. Well, you've answered my question. Thank you. Our pleasure, Gary. Good luck, and and, uh, and let us know how it you goes. Every time you talk, I feel like I'm listening or talking to James Woods, the actor. You've got his exact voice. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. I don't have his hair, though. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks for, thanks for the info. All right. Thank you. James Wood. Hmm. Hmm. My mind instantly went to uh, Family Guy. I don't know why. <laughs> right? Didn't didn't Family Guy have a James Wood school or something like that? I don't know. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. You can also email us here in the studio at gethelpatabink.com. You can go on the old Facebook page, and you can communicate that way. Any way you want to communicate your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns, we're happy to do it uh, for you today. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock doing it. So plenty of time for you. Four lines wide open. I know it's a gorgeous Saturday morning out there, but we're here, a couple of pasty white computer geeks in the studio trying to help you out. And of course, it is MOTK Day in Southington. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tam. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, and uh, we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Four lines wide open on this lovely Saturday morning. So if you guys don't call in, we'll be talking about our kids and our cats. However, <laughs> we do have other things to talk about as we wait for your calls. Yeah. There, so I know I know this is a, a weighing concern in all of your minds, like mine. Uh, smoke detectors, right? You're thinking about your smoke detector every day. Really? Yeah. In our in our house, we call it a a cooking alarm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but smoke detectors, you need it's you're going to fall back, right? And you're supposed to change your batteries during every time change. And our government's going to get rid of that, and we're not going to yep. remember to change our batteries anymore. Uh-huh. So it's very concerning, right? Everyone's freaked out. Although we're all looking forward to not having to change our time again, which I think Absolutely. is a good idea. Absolutely. But I digress. We're talking about smoke detectors, right? Why are we talking about smoke detectors? Well, believe it or not, there are more than one method of detecting smoke these days. Ooh. There's the old ionization method, which deals with some sort of radioactive isotope that messes with uh, when your little smoke particles interfere with the uh, circuit that's created somehow. I'm not going to give you all the understandings of how it works. The alarm goes off. Uh, this is the old school way most smoke detectors have been configured. There's a new way called photoelectric. And the photoelectric smoke detectors will actually see the smoke 
right? And say, oh, wait a minute, we got to fire her. It'll go off. And so these these the idea of smoke detectors these days, you're supposed to have one outside your hallway in every bedroom. You're supposed to have them on every floor. So I've got like a, like nine or ten smoke detectors i got to change out um, because they're over 10 years old. And nowadays you can get these new detectors with uh, a sealed battery, which is kind of nice. No more chirping um, at yeah. 3 in the morning when your battery oh, gets too definitely. cold. Definitely. And then... And of course, the cats on the floor leaping up at the at the thing because it's chirping at them. So annoying. And oh yeah, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We, I think we told you the story about when, what only happens at 3 in the morning because you've set back your thermostat because you can't afford fuel anymore to heat your house so far back <laughs> that the uh, the uh, battery is so cold that it gets weak and then and, it starts chirping. And then it chirps. Yeah, so you're running around <laughs> trying to figure out – you're freezing trying to figure out why your smoke detector is going up. <laughs> so we're trying to fix a bunch of things here for you. You can pick and choose from what I've done for research where you want to locate the type of smoke detector. So in our kitchen, which is our – you know, we have that – that uh, cooking alarm, we call it, we're going to put a photoelectric one in there because there really isn't enough smoke that we can create in, in our cooking these days that would set it off. I mean, don't challenge us. We could. <laughs> <laughs> we probably could do that. Uh, but it's neat to know that you can mix and match because there's there's two different types of detectors for two different types of fires. The funny thing is, if it's funny, mm-hmm. um, also the fire folks can't agree on which detector you should use, Right. Um, the newer technology is recommended by certain fraternal orders of such and such firefighters. And then other folks have different, you have different standards in different towns as far as which ones they recommend um, based on what code is out there. Um, So I'm just going to try to use both. There are detectors, though, that have both the photoelectric and the ionization detection built into the same unit. Oh, So it's twice as effective. Or you don't even know what logic it uses. Or it's twice as likely to have a false alarm. It could, right, right. Mm. There's that, and the logic it uses, you're not even sure when it's going to set off all the uh, all the alarms based on what it sees. So I just want to let you know there's more than one detector out there, and if your detectors are over 10 years old, you should consider replacement of them. They have lived their life, and I think ours are at least 15 years old. Lots of people keep detectors for a long time, right? Yeah, that's true. And uh, 
you know, if they used to be white and now they're kind of yellowish, they've probably been in there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's actually a very good uh, barometer to know that they're old enough. Yeah. Yeah. So keep an eye out for it. Take a look at it. I did, I've been doing a lot of research on figuring out which detector we want to use. And then I came across the fact that there's two different kinds and nobody tells you these things. So you, can, you can't just walk into Home Depot and pick it. So a lot of folks recommend photoelectric and then folks still will recommend the old standby. So I'm going to do both. Mix them and match them. So feel free to get online, guys. 860-522-9842 is a number if you want to come get online, talk about your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We do have some technology news that you can use here. Uh, This is a ZDNet article. Uh, This tech CEO fired two engineers for having a second full-time job. What? Yes. So they're working a full-time job for him. And they're working a full-time job for somebody else, getting paid. Really? Yep. This is a big trend thanks to working remotely. Um, you can get as many jobs as you can get, and nobody's paying attention. You're not have, you don't have to go anywhere. You're not sitting in a cubicle, right? And this is a big trend uh, because there's not enough workers out there. Everyone's decided to stay home. I mean, we talk about 3.5% unemployment. However, most people are just not working. It's not because the employment rate went down. It's because people still are not back into the workforce. Why? I have no idea. But now there's so many jobs out there, you can take two. (laughs) Whoa. Um, So they found out that these guys, and this is a common thing, more common than you'd expect, uh, are trying trying to juggle two jobs and get paid for both. Now, some of the telltale signs that you might have somebody doing this would be that they don't take their benefits when you sign up. Okay. Um, They turn off their LinkedIn, make their LinkedIn profile private. Okay. Um, And they don't want to have their camera on. Right when they're on the Zoom calls, so they don't want you to see what's going on there. And of course, they're not getting their work done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was thinking, you know, are, how good of a job are these guys doing at either of those two jobs that they're using? Well, that's or the they're thing. Signed up for right. That's the thing. In, in in all sorts of jobs that have to do with data analytics, data mining, whatever you're going to be doing, whatever. If you're sitting in a cubicle. You know, when you're punching out widgets, are you? You know, in our in our case at Tab, we know exactly how many tickets are being closed and how many problems we're solving because we have X number of tickets to come in. I covered this with you with a whole Norm exa- uh, Newman example of the mail, right? <laughs> our tickets come in, they get solved, they go out, right? And that's right. simple as that. So there's really not a lot of fudging you can do there. But if you're in a job that you know doesn't really have a a measurement like that. I guess you could sign up and do quote unquote programming or insurance work or what have you, and nobody would be the wiser as to whether or not you're getting enough cases done or what have you, unless you have these things. So they're just taking two jobs, people, and they could be anywhere on the planet too, right? You may not be even a local job, you right? Know? It could be anywhere. True. So it's a new trend, guys. You had you've heard of quiet quitting, you got quiet firing, and now you got people taking two jobs. <laughs> <laughs> All thanks to hybrid work. Quiet moonlighting, I guess. Yeah. Well, and it's not even moonlighting, it's daylighting. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> so we'll put the link up there for you guys. You can check it out. So if you're ready to get online, 860-522-9842 is the number. We'll get some calls coming in. Um, Dennis, while we wait for calls, do you want to bring up anything? Well, uh, there was something that happened over at the Dallas airport this earlier this week. Yeah? Yeah, there were some GPS interference. Just... That's kind of odd. It is kind of odd. Uh, GPS interference is not completely unheard of, mm-hmm. but this was a, a bout of it that lasted for quite a long time, way beyond you know, a normal interference event. Gotcha. And it was bad enough that they actually had to change their uh, 
takeoff and landing schedule and it ended up closing one runway yep. because they had to accommodate for the fact that the, the planes flying into Dallas or flying out didn't have proper GPS, right. at least for a while. Interesting. The interference just started suddenly, mm-hmm. and just as suddenly, it ended. Interesting. And it's kind of a mystery as to even how it took place. Because yeah. GPS interference is not... It, it's not like normal radio interference mm-hmm. um, because the signal is coming straight down from uh, the satellite right. from above. Yeah. So what is going to ever be above an airplane mm. that could either block the signal or swamp it with something else? Some yep. other kind of EMF radiation that interferes with the signal coming straight down from the satellite. Maybe an invisible alien ship? <gasps> <laughs> it's so long. To, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure people are going to be talking about UFOs. Yeah, it's not and coast stuff. to coast with our. But this is kind of a mystery that happened, yeah. and they had to deal with it. And All right. it's an, just another technological event that nobody can explain. And um, very. Odd. Let's just hope it doesn't happen too much more. Very odd. All right, we've got two lines. I don't know who you are because our. Phone- We're going to take a quick break so that Carolee can tell me who you are, and then we'll take your calls and we'll be right back. This is Computer Talk. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here till 11 o'clock, and you guys are calling. That's great. Gives us something to do, and uh, we're happy to help you guys. And let me take my piece of paper here, figure out who's on line one. (laughs) We're going to go to Jim on line one and see what we can do with your issue there. Jim, what's going on? Hey Jim, you there? Uh, there was oh, he's got the he's got the radio up. Oh, Jim, you there? Hello, Jim. Yes. There you are, sir. What can we do for you? Oh, okay. Uh, question is this: uh, I want to start going into uh, a restaurant and sitting with a friend and playing chess. Okay. Now, while I'm using that restaurant network, I'm concerned about. Uh, uh, what do I want to say? System invasion by someone being able to get into my system. Yep. Now, I had a discussion with a friend of mine who was into cybersecurity, and he said, you don't want to be using, you know, Edge if I use Microsoft. And I, what the, the ideal browser is Firefox. Mm. And it has to do with the updating that they do almost on a daily basis for, for fixes to the browser. Uh, and he also suggested using a uh, in the public network, which is probably what they would all are. When you go to sign on, you know, in the uh, in the restaurant, uh, make sure that you sign on as a public network, and make sure you don't allow any uh, interrupts or anyone to come through your firewall or that sort of stuff. Does mm-hmm. this all make sense? And what? What is the better way to go? I, well, uh, I have been a Microsoft user continually. I've been using Edge. Yeah. Uh, I'm noticing some strange stuff, like I'm seeing uh, charges to my credit card that I'm not sure that I made with the one card that I use when I'm buying stuff online. Hmm. So he sort of is advising uh, against. Uh, entering credit cards online, uh, entering any of that stuff, when you ask the system to retain it, so you have automatic, you know, adding of credit card information to an online purchase. 
Right. So we, I'm, sort of, I'm sort of at a loss a little bit. Yeah, you do not want to store that credit card information. We agree with him on that. Um, okay. So, so you have a lot of a lot of questions in that one conversation you just talked about. So when you're in a public arena, your computer is in a public network. It is technically exposed to somebody who wants to attack it, right? Nothing you can say. You, you can configure it to say, "Hey, you're in a public arena." But um, okay. so you have a lot of a lot of questions in that one up. conversation you just talked no, about. Yeah, you got to turn that radio down, sir. Hold on a second. Yeah. He's going to turn the radio down. I'm going to turn him down. Um, so when you're in a public arena, you're, you're, you you want to use a VPN when you're connected to anything, when you're in the public, if you have to do anything critical. like You shouldn't be paying bills and those types of things, but if you really, really had to, make sure you're on a VPN. But there's tools out there that are readily available called Wireshark or what have you. These are not nothing I'm giving anybody any, any information about. It's a tool that can actually sniff out anything on the network and sniff the traffic on the network. Right. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. But uh, again, so uh, well, I'm driving, so I really can't, I can yeah. talk to you, but I can't make notes. No, it's what okay. You use a you use a VPN. Your browser doesn't have a whole lot to do with it. Right. I I wouldn't I wouldn't use I wouldn't choose Firefox over Edge for security. No. One thing that we have to people have to realize about Edge is that it it's no longer Microsoft's own product anymore. It is actually based on Chromium, which is a Google project, mm-hmm. and it gets updated when Chromium gets updated, right. which is actually every few days. Mm-hmm. Um, and it they're pretty good about pushing those updates out. Uh, it, it didn't used to be the case with Edge, but it's a different story now. Yeah, uh, I would say what a, it's been about a year about that a year, the new yeah. Chromium's been out. We've been t- talking Chromium about it. even longer, I think. I remember I Bob being on the show, we talked about it. True, could be. So. Uh, but anyway, it's a different animal. Yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't steer away from it. it it's a good product. Yeah. Um, but definitely get a VPN going. Mm-hmm. Keep your um, network profile pro- uh, public, mm-hmm. like, like the guy said. But even that isn't going to block you. And definitely have your Windows firewall service running. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right now, Windows firewall. It is the Windows firewall, so whatever. It's yes. On. Yeah. Okay. It, it's built in. You can turn it on very easily if it's already off. But by default, it will be running on a, on a Windows computer. I believe it is. Yeah. yeah. I, so. I'm almost certain. I go to uh, the systems the security tab, and it's you know it's on with okay. their uh, virus protection also. Yep. But you, now, know, you say use a VPN. Now, how how is that done? Well, how do I turn on a VPN? So go check out Proton VPN. Proton. Yeah, you can. P-R-O-T-O-N? Go, yep. Okay. And you can get a quote unquote free one or or not, but you can pay for it as well. And basically, you can configure your computer to always run under a VPN when you turn it on, whether wherever you are. It'll just kick on, and your connection now instead of being connected to your internet provider wherever it might be, you're going to now pop out some server in Saskatchewan or who knows where, and your communications to the Internet will be encrypted through the VPN as well. So a little more private um, when you're on the Internet okay. uh, in a public place. All right. Now, the other has to do with uh, is, is there with the improvements in the operating systems and uh, in Microsoft, do you need... Something like Norton. Uh, we would recommend Defender these days. And Defender is built into Windows. Yeah. 
uh, repeat phrase. Yeah, Windows Defender is part of the operating system, and we, re- right. we would recommend it. it. It works pretty well. Okay, so the Norton, the Norton product really, while they're pushing it, is not needed. Uh, uh, the only thing coming out of them that I see of any potential value, and there may be multiple available, is this uh, uh, the, the protection against theft. Yeah, and they have a VPN, too. I think Norton has a VPN, oh, too. Oh, that's true. It may have its own built-in VPN service. Yeah, yeah Norton. Now, Norton does have that, mm-hmm. an option to you buy that. But you say it may be available elsewhere also? Yeah, the VPNs are available all over the place. I mean, the, the one I like to use is, is Proton. Um, but there's many different companies out there that offer VPN. Some of them have been hacked themselves. Their VPN servers, like mm-hmm. NordVPN, had an issue. Yeah. Um, all right, so the, the VPN, you're saying uh, the VPN, because, again, I'm, we're breaking up, but I'm not hearing you completely loud. Uh, but uh, the VPN would protect against computer theft? The, the VPN will give you some level of security when you're browsing. But no, someone can still be on the network in that diner trying to get into your machine because you're on that public network. So you've encrypted the communications between your browser and what you're doing online, but your machine is still connected to the public network. And now the guy's going to try to bang on that firewall, the Windows firewall, to try to get to your system. If they get nothing else. That should keep them uh, disconnected, if you will. So uh, here's what I'm getting. A VPN, Mm -hmm. use Proton. Yeah. And uh, set, make sure it's a public network. Uh, Refuse any attempts to uh, get through my firewall, to get permission to get through my firewall. Yep. And that should protect me. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the problem with IT. I don't know. We hope it does. Everything we do in IT is is basically a an onion of, of security that we try to recommend to everybody. So there's so many different things we try to put in place to protect you from what? Microsoft. Microsoft's operating system. Um, that's what we're doing. So the, you, that added statement is almost impossible for any IT person to say, yep, you're going to be secure uh, because there's so many methods of, of uh, yeah, so many vectors of attack. To find a way into anywhere if they want to work at it long enough. Right. Okay. All right. That's understood. All right. All right. Now, guys, I, mean, I, I spoke with you many, 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 many years ago. If you go back, you had somebody call you that said, I was in Rome. I took 500 photographs on my uh, camera. I had to get some extra space on my, uh, my SD card, and I ended up deleting the 500 photographs. Oh, I remember your call, yeah. That had to be, uh, God, 20 years ago. Yeah. Right? Well, you told me to go back and take him again. Uh, I haven't done that as yet, but I have it in mind still to make that trip to my wife. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, good luck. I hope it works out All for right. you. Okay. Be well. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, that would be something I would say. <laughs> Because you can't get him back. I mean, you lost them all. I mean, he was on. He was on with Carmen too with us, and he were, we were talking, trying to get his photos back. It was during one of our digital camera shows. So, uh, yeah, you got to back up your back up your stuff, guys. Obviously, or you'll lose it. So we have three lines open. Feel free to get online. We're going to get ready for a, a break here for the news. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. I think your name is Bill on line two. So hang on through the news. We'll get to your calls. After the news, get online, 860-522-9842. Everything we've talked about has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. If you go to Facebook and you, you want to like Tab Computer Systems, everything we post will get into your news feed. If Zuckerberg and Deebs it worthy, 
And yes, Elon is going to buy Twitter, fire three quarters of their employees. And if you want to follow our links on Twitter at Tab Computer Sys, uh, we're there too. So we'll send all those links over to your Twitter account. And uh, we'll see how that goes with Elon. It's quite an interesting thing. It's just a countdown to a few more days before he owns Twitter, I think. So Yeah, something like that. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's up in arms, including the employees. You're going to find a lot of out-of-work Twitter employees soon. Um, thank goodness we need more we need geeks anyway, so there's plenty of jobs for them. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.